Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today is the final part of our Brick Can 2016 interviews. We're going to talk to Dorothy Whitman about how it's good to have friends in space, Lee Jones about what the Smurfs are up to in 2016, and Alfredo Cruz takes us for a ride through his Lego City amusement park. For photos and more, please visit our website at BreakingDads.com. BreakingDads.com? BreakingDads.com. Also, a quick reminder that All Sorted is going to now appear every second Wednesday. We're going to move our epic Gumdrop podcast about games to fill in the missing Wednesday, which you can subscribe to separately if you haven't already. We're also going to be adding more LEGO content to the website throughout the coming weeks, so be sure to drop by. And a reminder that if you want to support what we do and help it grow, you can do so via our Patreon, which we link to from the site. But now for some interviews. First up, we head to the joyful world of friends in space. This is Jeff at Brick Can 2016, and I'm with Dorothy Whitman, and we are looking at friends in space. Space. I said it right. Is yeah, that- no, that's totally awesome. <laughs> uh, so what was the inspiration here for taking the Friends colors and taking them out into the world of space? So I had built um, a gateway thing, and it's kind of that octagonal purple thing. And I didn't know what to do with it. I was red and purple, and I'm like, this is really dumb. I was trying to build a blimp, and it wasn't working. And then suddenly I got this inspiration, like, oh, this could be, you know, like a Stargate. And that's what started it. And almost my build is about two-thirds of it took a month, so it went really fast. Wow. Yeah, very, very fast build. I had most of the bricks in the house, so Mm -hmm. that makes it easy. Uh, So is it safe to say you were a fan of the Friends line when when it first came out? No, No. I was not a fan of the Friends line. I do love the colors, but I felt like it was too much of a stereotype Mm -hmm. for gender, and I didn't like that part. However, once I realized that the colors gave me a freedom I didn't have before, I fell in love with it. Yeah, I think that's uh, a lot of adult fans went that route. They're like, ah, the friend sets I don't like, but man, do I need those colors. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We just love it. It's just opened other doors Mm -hmm. you could never get to before. The Uh, other thing I let myself do with this build is I let myself do any weird thing I wanted, which is very freeing, as opposed to, like, I do steampunk, and it's it's got rules. Mm -hmm. You need to show certain things. In this build, I just build whatever weird thing I felt like building. And there are some beautiful weird things there. (laughs) Uh, I love that you've incorporated a monorail as well. Yeah, that's built by um, Steven, and he usually does a huge monorail, but we were both from Portland, and it was quite a drive, and he didn't bring the whole thing. But he's got it set up, and we'll have it running later where it goes back and forth onto the track so you can see it. It's very cool. It's beautiful, because I think friends need a monorail. Oh, absolutely they need a monorail, yeah. Um, So is there, in your heart of hearts, is there a hope that LEGO sees this, and they go, why aren't the friends in space? Why aren't the friends in castles? Yeah, I hope they'll open it up, and not only that, but start putting some of these colors in other kits because it, I think it opens your imagination up when you have more color. I really do. No, absolutely. I mean, just just in general, the friends giving us some parts in colors that we're missing is a great thing. And uh, as I look around, it seems that the the theme of uh, friendsifying sets has been very, very well represented at this show. Oh, yeah. We have a, a castle. We have some stuff in Pirate. So we've got friend stuff all over. Yes. The other cool thing that all of us are doing with the friends is we're using parts that weren't intended for the use that we're using. Mm-hmm. And that that's a really cool thing, I think, for your imagination and actually just your brain health is to how can I use this windshield in a way it's never been used before. Yeah. Ab- really fun thing. Absolutely. And uh, I think... 
uh, yeah, anyone that uh, is still out there going, oh, Lego was better when I was a kid, and now it's all about the instructions, they just need to come to a show like this and see that instructions aren't the end point. <laughs> They're just the beginning. They're just the beginning, yeah. And not only that, but um, you can take something you built and then peel it off and recolor it or add things to it. So even if it is a kit build, you could still be creative with it, very creative with it. Absolutely. Well, this is, uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's maybe the best thing I've seen at the show so far. Yay! Uh, and I know uh, my, my podcast mate, James, has a daughter who's going to want to build all of these things now uh, with her friend sets. Um, and I might have to steal some Lego from her. Yeah, and I don't know if you could see it in the picture, but Stephen is setting up the monorail now if you want to get some shots of it while it's operating. It looks pretty cool in there. Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much. This is exactly the kind of thing my daughter is all about. Friends need to be out there in space with the rest of the Lego dudes. It's great to see all those bright, vibrant colors. Uh, this year, BrickCan had a lot of it, which was wonderful to see. Now, we're going to go head over and check back in with Lee Jones and Virtual Lug's Lego Smurfs display, which we first discussed uh, last year at BrickCon in Seattle. This is Jeff at Brick Can 20, what year is it? 2016. 2016. <laughs> and uh, I'm with Lee Jones in front of Virtual Lugs, uh, even more gorgeous than BrickCon's last year, Lego Smurfs display. This is the worst intro I've ever done, but we'll keep it because that's how we do it. Uh, so Lee, why don't you tell us, uh, what do we got? What's new this year? Hey guys, uh, Lee Jones here from uh, Hinton, Alberta, uh, presenting at BrickCan 2016, the first ever Vancouver show, and the largest one in Western Canada, if the only one in Western Canada. Just say it's largest. A very good start. Just, just largest, say largest. Largest, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the third showing uh, and version 3.0 of the Smurfs, uh, we've... Uh, Decided to go all out. For those of you that didn't hear the last interview from from uh, Seattle, we uh, decided that uh, after we'd shown it in Seattle, we we're going to make some changes. The uh, biggest changes being uh, redoing Gargamel's castle to integrate it better into the uh, mountain and keep that uh, super high textured look, and uh, add some more uh, scale elements which require a ridiculous amount of brick, uh, like this, uh, tw it's 24 inches actually, this tree, all in dark brown, and, uh, the, uh, and then topped with this uh, obnoxiously colored leaf, uh, dark purple uh, underneath to give a shadow, magenta mm -hmm. on top of that, and there's actually bright pink sprinkled through it as well, mm -hmm. that you really have to look, sort of pick yeah, out, but uh, to catch yeah. the light. And uh, uh, so, so just like in Seattle, uh, you know, other than the five foot by ten foot base sections, uh, which are built in fifteen by by thirty inch chunks or, or forty eight by ninety six inch chunks, uh, everything has to be set up on site. Mm -hmm. So this time we were seriously, seriously many men down. Uh, we had four extra people in at Brick. Uh, sorry six extra people at BrickCon that we were sadly missing here for setup, <laughs> and so four of us uh, had to do the same amount of work. Now, thankfully, we seem to be getting more efficient as it goes, so they're setting up the flowers around the paths, yeah. uh, just slightly less dense than it was last time, but because we'd already done it, had done it we didn't have to uh, figure it out again, and also we pre-built more flowers right. to, to add some variety in here, mm -hmm. uh, which at, at BrickCon we had to actually 
put a lot of the flowers on the stems. Right. So, and that uh, is one of the most painful experiences as any builder to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three flowers per leaf. Uh, and then there's some of those other ones that have uh, five or six mm -hmm. branches on them that are in there as well. So my daughter, my son, uh, uh, one of my uh, colleagues' uh, children also came to help, and so we actually had extra off-scene slave labor. And that's a pro tip for you builders out there. Have children. They will build for you. Indeed, indeed. And you usually don't have to pay them. You put a movie on and sit and uh, give them something mindless to do, and often they'll just do it. Yep, okay, I can do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely there's a lot more detail. So it's bigger than the Brick Con one, yes? The actual uh, footprint of it is the same okay. at the moment. Uh, it was supposed to be two and a half feet deeper and two and a half feet wider. Mm -hmm. And uh, sadly, the uh, brick didn't show up until two weeks ago. Uh, left me just not enough time yeah. to, to do it. And there was supposed to be a massive water feature out front right. here, uh, probably maybe four or five, no, probably close to 10 square feet just of mm -hmm. water feature up front for that lovely duck there by, by Alice Cook uh, to be in. So I had to quickly, there was a water hole there before by Dennis Price. I had to not use that, quickly build this pond a little bit bigger so I could put the duck in it. And, uh, and so uh, we, we could show that one as well. Well, definitely what you, we, you didn't get the extra space, but there's a lot more density this time, it appears. Yeah, new huts. Mm -hmm. uh, so the original hut designed by, by Adam Reed Tucker, uh, famous for the architectural line from Lego. He, uh, he came up with the original design. Then, then uh, Roy Cook has taken that design and started fiddling with the roofs. Mm -hmm. So there's more and more complicated buildings yep. with dormers, uh, uh, different window types, different door types. Uh, changing up chimneys as well to, to, to really help punch it out. You know, you know, Roy is just a darn clever guy, so <laughs> very creative. Uh, Mark Larson, he actually used to work at the uh, studio down in Legoland in San yeah. Diego, so that's his Smurfberry processing plant back there, so he came up with that. He's the only non-member uh, contributor at the moment, so he's not actually in virtual lug. He used to be, but uh, he decided he was going to focus more on his Euro bricks and uh, lug and stay with them and build with them. But uh, I nagged him enough to build something, and he's always an honorary V-Lug member anyways. A good resource to have. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's an amazing builder. It's a, it's a beautiful design. So. Now, I was talking to your wife uh, before you, as you were stuck with other people talking, because you do like to talk. Uh, but she did. She did tell me a little secret about the uh, the tree. Apparently, your daughter said that it uh, reminded her of something, and got the brain going a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So this 24 inch chunk of of not so common dark brown slopes uh, that I used to build this tree with. Uh, she just looked at it, tilted her head, and looked at me and went, "Oh, you built Groot's ankle." And I looked at her and my like, Groot. Oh, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does look like a foot and an ankle. And then I could see where the knee joint would be, and holy smokes, that would be a big build. And she looked at me and said, yeah, just keep going, build another one. <laughs> so she certainly planted a seed, no pun intended, <laughs> but uh, for a nut. And uh, <laughs> Any more puns or is that it? Yeah, no, I'll stop now. <laughs> I, I ran out. But... <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, maybe at some point, if the Smurfs ever cease to exist, uh, I might think about it. Because I was planning to build another tree anyways. Yeah. And, yeah, there's, uh, the other, there's the other ankle. There's the other ankle. <laughs> You're one-sixteenth of the way there. Exactly. So then if maybe if I get Vin Diesel to show up and autograph it, if it was a guaranteed thing, just because my wife has a huge crush on him, then I'd probably consider actually building it. Just for her then. Right. <laughs> Uh, no, it's pretty amazing. I did know. I noticed uh, that the Smurfs lead very tragic lives now. Yes, yes. Sadly, the the Smurfs seem to be, you know, falling into a little bit of decadence here and there, and uh, you know, may, maybe not some. Well, as far as we know from canon, maybe it is Smurfy stuff. Right. You know, how, how do they keep the population control? I'm not entirely sure, but I thought it was by having one female Smurf that was yeah, yeah. made in a by a by a dark scientist. Yeah, that, that could be as well. So. But uh, yes, we, we have uh, Assassin Smurf and, and his hut, which is a repeat from, from BrickCon mm -hmm. and BrickWorld, actually. And uh, then we have uh, Psycho Smurf at the back here, who has decapitated one of his more annoying colleagues. And the, uh, the, there's the Fifty Shades of Blue is yeah. back again as well. So uh, this time, a little more up front. It was hidden behind yes. Gargamel's castle. This time we just have it hidden behind a hut. And our... our, our you know, fans of Smurfettes, bringing her flowers, uh, bringing her rope, mm -hmm. bringing her money. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, though, when the Smurfs do it, it's all more cute than, than, uh, than scary, so that's nice. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Yeah, Smurfette, I guess, definitely has that look that says, you know, you just look like the kind of girl likes to be tied up and spanked. I'm not is sure. That, <laughs> is that, I think maybe you spent too much time with this build. I'm starting to think. It, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, from the uh, the Thursday at noon, starting, and we worked right through to about, what, they kicked us out at 10, then yesterday we took a bit of time off, went downtown, hit Gastown, or no, sorry, not Gastown, uh, Granville Island, yep. took our friends from Minnesota down there, but then we were back again, right till 10 o'clock last night, back here at 8 this morning, and uh, I think we're in pretty good shape, I'm just going to walk away from it now, not do any more. One of my favorite sayings, the enemy of good is better, and it is good right now, so I'll leave it at that. I, I like how you think you're going to walk away. No, you're going to stand here talking about it for the next 36 oh, hours. That. There yeah. is that, yes. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it is one of my favorite things to do. I just love standing here talking about the stuff with the kids, with the people, mm -hmm. answering their questions. Uh, you know, I love kids to bits. As, as pretty much any parent in, in my town of Hinton will tell you, uh, you know, where they call me Dr. Lego, is uh, I'll just love talking to kids. I'll sit on the floor. I talk to the kid. I ask them what their problem is, why they're there, and and for a while, pretty much just ignore the parents. And ironically, parents really seem to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll do the same thing here. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. The kid has a question. You have to wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's really and it's it's great because it shows the potential of Lego and that when you get a a box of Lego as a gift, uh, the instructions are just a starting point, not an end point. Oh, indeed. In fact, I actually hate building sets. Mm -hmm. I just can't stand it. It's, it's tedious to me. Uh, now, ask me to design a set. I'm down with that. And, uh, but, yeah, no, I appreciate people that can sit and build sets. My son loves to do it. I do not. I love to free build and just come up with things and figure it out as I go and you know, learn a hundred ways how not to do something yeah. before I figure out the one way how to do it. And setting up a uh, display for a convention is the best way to get all of those skills. There is that too, yes. To, uh, especially if you have to transport things, ship things. Mm -hmm. uh, always a problem designing things strong enough, but light enough for, for actual you know, cost-effective shipping. 
But yeah, you learn a lot of things going, okay, I'm not doing that that way again. So yeah, to date we've ripped apart all these leaves to put them back in bags. Yeah. Uh, this, which requires a ridiculous amount of time to put back together again. So this time, uh, Roy Cook came up with a design for, for a sheet, and then we just add to it to make mm -hmm. it look more organic. So I'm going to leave it in sheets and lay it flat. Yeah. And then when I ship it, I'll do the same thing. So, so speaking of shipping, so uh, for those of the people that weren't lucky enough to get to Brick Can, where will you be able to see this next? Next is going to be in Chicago. And uh, so that'll be for Brick World, Father's Day weekend, as always in June, uh, at the Schomburg Convention Center. And uh, it will be there in its new size, and its minimum new size, because I may go wider. Uh, its minimum new size is going to be 7.5 feet deep and 12 and a half feet wide. So there you go. Lego Smurfs, bigger and better. Batter's probably not the right word. Bigger and better? Let's go with that. Bigger and better, yes. Well, there's some bad Smurfs in there. There are. <laughs> you, Smurfs. You can't let a few bad Smurfs spoil the bunch. There you go. Yes. Well, and that was pretty good because it's three apples high, right? So yes. then you can't have one apple spoil the bunch. <laughs> Did you learn more about Smurfs than you ever wanted to learn while doing this? I learned a heck of a lot about Smurfs. So more than I want to know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a knowledge hound, so I just love knowledge. So it, it adds to it. And then when I get kids coming in, and asking me questions, I can answer the questions instead of just making it up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for bringing it uh, to Canada and uh, the West Coast. I'm uh, very happy to see it again, and I look forward to seeing it in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. I love all the changes and additions they did to this thing. That tree is huge. It's so impressive. Uh, this is a display that I can't see enough of. There's just so much fun detail. You can spend hours staring at it and still find something new. Uh, now let's finish our brick can coverage with a trip to Alfredo Cruz's Lego City Amusement Park. This is Jeff here at Brick Can 2016 and I'm uh, standing with Alfredo Cruz in front of a beautiful Lego City Amusement Park. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your build? Well, this uses a regular set from Lego like the first wheel, the mixer, the carousel, but then the roller coaster is just uh, my own inspiration. It took me like three months to build it, mm -hmm. and they use uh, three. Well, the whole thing used three different milestones, yep. and a lighting controller underneath. So it's a little bit of electronics for the lighting, and the mu the movement all sync out with the lights. So mm -hmm. that's what I like to do. It's it's beautiful. It looks like uh, an amusement park I'd like to go to for sure. Um, I love your roller coaster. It destroys the Lego Friends roller coaster that's coming out. It is a much more exciting looking ride. Oh, really? Okay. There's a roller coaster coming from Lego? Is that... Le Lego Friends is doing a roller coaster with the two track pieces they make. Oh, Lego Friends. Yes. Are they moves? I've never seen No. Them? No, oh, it does okay. not. Okay, okay. <laughs> so there's one upstairs. Mm -hmm. With this kind of roller coaster, yeah, but it's fixed. It's not, it doesn't have move. Right. Okay, but it's cool as well. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. But not, but not as cool as yours. Let's be real. Let's... <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've got a, a population of people here. We've got uh, the moving Ferris wheel, the mixer, the... Uh, the uh, carousel. Carousel, thank you. I'm staring at it going, I know that has a name. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the, the beautiful lighting. So uh, what was your inspiration for all of this? Well, I have been doing lighting for regular sets, like standard sets, mm -hmm. putting lighting for make a, like effects. Yeah. And then uh, I was planning to do the amusement park a few years back. And I built the first wheel using just the Mindstorm pieces, yeah. but it wasn't that cool. It was, it was, it was very well, you can tell, yeah. but it was not cool. When this one came out last year, 
I think it was a year ago or so, said, oh, that's the one that I'm missing for my amusement park. So I bought it, and uh, my son helped me with the first wheel, mm -hmm. but then I started working on the, on the um, roller coaster, which yeah. is the, one, the part that took me the most. So, yeah, the inspiration came from a long time, uh, and because I have the three pieces, or a few pieces for yeah. the carousel, so I make, make it, and we're going to keep growing it. Yeah. So next year we're going to add... Um, yeah, so you have more space here. That's right. <laughs> to put more things. Yeah, I think maybe a log ride is missing. You know, <laughs> a, little, a little flume ride. Well, uh, next next time, probably gonna do like include like the little um, bark yeah. the, the, yeah. that goes back the and forth. The pirate ship that goes back and forth. Yeah, that's not that's not complicated. Well, it's, well, everything is complicated or easy depends how you do you kind of. It's always easy when you start and complicated as you go through, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you see now the 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 roller coaster in that rolling. <laughs> Because God fixed something. Maybe one of the sensors. Oh, this one. Yeah. One of the things. Because I'm using um, light, standard light yeah. sensors. So as the day goes by, the, the light from the ceiling is in, in the intensity. In, yeah, increases. intensity. Yeah. yeah. So I have to adjust the sensors yeah. kind of two or three times a day. Right. So right now it's not responding because the light is, is competing with yeah. the light of their own reflection. Um, so that's one of the things. Maybe next year. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna replace the uh, regular sensor by ultralight, ultralight um, UV sensors. Right. Okay. Um, to to yeah, then it'll be less dependent on the lighting Absolutely. and the, yeah. the environment lighting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, well, I like it. it's a very nice compact build as it is. Uh, about how long did it take to put everything together and get it all working? Three months. Yeah. Three months working three hours per day. Yeah. Uh, well, it's definitely worth the effort. It looks fantastic, and thank you for bringing it. Okay, thank you. It was pretty much everything you'd want in an amusement park. Lights, rides, fun. Yeah, and his roller coaster looked a lot more fun than the Lego Friends one that'll be coming out this year. Like a day at the fun park, our time looking at Brickhan is sadly over. And it was fun. Uh, it was exhausting, but I can't wait to go back. If you have any comments, click on the link in the show notes to go to the page for this episode or visit me on Twitter. I'm at Still Sorting. Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.